without really, you know, maybe without necessarily thinking about yourself, you will do anything, generally speaking, for me. I think you struggle with that with the kids, but for me, if I ask for something, no matter how many times it takes, sometimes I'll ask like 20 times. Yes. But sometimes I'll ask. So is that where Ellie gets it from? (laughs) Maybe. Hey there, and welcome to Becoming Dads. I'm Jonathan West. And I'm Thomas West. Each episode, we're dedicated to sharing our journey on becoming dads while diving deep into the things that matter. Are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. All right, let's get into today's episode. So today we're talking about who we are. Yeah, so who are we, right? Um, And what do we hope to accomplish by actually doing this podcast? Because lots of people are doing podcasts. Everyone. Everyone. So we're just jumping into that pool. The open... The ocean. The ocean. There's a there's a yeah. There's a lot of people out there, but ultimately we feel that we have a story and we wanna we wanna tell it. Yeah. So, so let's start with the main points. So before in, we go into all the details, because I've got a plan where I'm gonna ask you a question mm-hmm. and you're gonna ask me a question. Okay. So and it's just about us. They're easy. They're easy questions, but it'll right. give everyone a really good idea as to who we are in a pretty quick way. So let's start with the main points. We are two gay dads with four kids. Right. Da, da, da. What else? And uh, as you can see here on the desk, we are authors of a kids' book. Yeah, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, we in were a lot more detail. Yeah, we were married in 2012. This guy, he was in the military, so we are a retired military U.S. Army family. Yep. And we are currently living in Vermont, uh, which is home to me, and it's been home for our family since 2017. Yeah, that long. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Technically, while we were in the military, we were still, our home of record was here in Vermont. But we also, we just have a lot planned um, in the coming episodes. So we want you to be sure to quickly hit that. The subscribe button. The subscribe button. We're going to have to get used to saying that a lot, right? Yeah. So that you don't miss anything new because we have lots of things planned. Yeah. And you can also check out notes um, on our episodes on our website. Um, That's where you can also buy our new book. It's a kid's book about gay parents. And even get some awesome daddy and papa gear um, yeah, so to, to join your collection. We've we got have these awesome mirror mugs. Uh, mugs. You know, we, uh, we've mentioned it a couple times already, but we have this awesome book sitting here on our desk. Um, let's yeah, talk here. a little bit, of, we'll, little we'll, bit more we're about We're going to go into a little bit more detail later on in the show, but we wrote a kid's book, and it's called A Kid's Book About Gay Parents. That's us. How cool is that that it actually says our name on it, right? Right. So anyways, that'll be later on in the show and actually episode two. I don't know exactly when that's going to come out yet, but we're going to do a full reading of the book so that um, everyone knows what it's really about before they decide to buy it. Sure. Right? Yep. And, uh, you know, we, like like Thomas said, we're really excited um, about the book and we're going to be doing some tours and we're going to be out about sharing the book with other people, but we want to share it with all of you as well at the same time. We're going to get started today with one of our favorite things that we like to talk about, um, and that's our dumb dad moments. I don't know about you, but we seem to be always catching ourselves in these fun little things that probably mean nothing to our kiddos, but probably looking back, they'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe my dad did that. Yeah. We, we do that a lot. So um, at, the big, at the beginning of every episode, we're going to share... Uh, something that recently happened that wasn't our best moment. And I can tell you we have one or more every single day. So at the beginning of every episode, we'll both be sharing something that recently happened that wasn't our best moment. This is where we'll both be super honest and get it out of the way so we can get back up and do it again a little bit 
better. This is good for everyone to do on their own, no matter if you're a parent or not, right? I don't know about you, but the days kind of blend together. So it was a couple weeks ago, and I, I'm just going to give this one because this one stands out in my mind, is that I literally rushed the kids together because they had a doctor's appointment. And I'm like, okay, let's get in the car, get in the car. You're going to be late. You're going to be late. And we run, run as fast as we can to get to this appointment. And we pull down the, the road, and Gracie goes, um, Dad, why are we here? Oh, I remember you telling me this, actually. And I was like, um, it, we have a doctor's appointment. She goes, it's Tuesday. I'm like, no, it's not Tuesday. What are you talking about? It's not Tuesday. So, I, of course, bring out our phones. Because they go every Wednesday. They to go every see Wednesday. A therapist. Yeah. And <laughs> I look at my phone and I go, how am I going to walk this one back? Because my daddy made a complete mistake. So, my, my moral of the story is, is that I have to pay attention <laughs> to what day of the week it is a little bit better. Uh, maybe looking at my phone before to check out what day of the week it is before I pick them up, just so that I don't embarrass myself in front of well, them. Well, and for future and for actually for reference, we gave both of our seven year olds an Apple Watch, really just for safety reasons, because one you can track to see where they are, and mm-hmm. you can call them, and they can text us. And mm-hmm. there's been an issue with the school where the school's saying that they're not supposed to wear them, but so far our teachers have said it's okay. Um, so the reason why. She knew that that today wasn't right. Wednesday for the appointment. She was that looking they at the calendar. The calendar, and yeah. they're like, "Where are we going? We know this isn't the way home." So, that's yours. Mine, I I just thought of it, because um, you know how you get we get all these emails from daycare and from school, mm-hmm. and for our school in particular, they use Google Docs, and no, it doesn't matter if you pull it up, unless you're using the app, I guess, but it doesn't matter if you pull it up on your phone or a computer, but it's like the screen's all over the place. So you have to like scroll left or right to get to the right part of right. the thing. Anyways, I've stopped reading them. So I didn't realize that this week, our two youngest didn't have daycare. So they were home <laughs> while our two oldest had their last week of, this is their last week of school. Which I feel like is totally messed up in terms of time frame. Yeah, usually like they, why they line would day, up, but... Why would daycare be off this week when the end of school for us is this Friday? Right. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, we have got it. We can get all this work done. No, we've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. Now, fortunately, we're still recording this today because we have grandparents yeah. that live really close by, um, and that's where they are. Yeah. So moral of the story, Yeah. <clears throat> pay attention. I think this is going to be a recurring theme. I don't know. Uh, I, so, I get the sense. yeah, we're going to do this every episode. Um, hopefully, we'll get better at it. Yeah. In terms of having these dumb dad moments. Either, meaning, either our dumb dad moments will get worse. No. I, I, I was going to say so that it's, more probably, comical. it's probably because we have more dumb dad moments than we actually think. And it's tough to keep track of them all. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, you know... We, We'll try to bring that to you every week. But now we've got this awesome thing that we want to bring to you, and that is just introducing ourselves. Like, who yeah. are we? Yeah. Um, and what do we want to accomplish by this podcast? I mean, this is this is a real reach for us. Not only do I think it is something that we want to do um, to get our story out there and in front of more families like ours or potential families like ours, but it's also, I think, really important for us as a couple to have this form of communication where we kind of are just putting everything out in front of everyone else for better but or also worse. giving us a chance to talk about things 
um, because so many times we just run through our days and completely space on what's actually happened that day. Like yesterday, I mean, yesterday was Sunday. It's been cold all week, and finally it was nice out. So the kids decided they want to go in the pool. Normally we say, okay, we're going to go in the pool after lunch. But yesterday they decided to go in before lunch, which was fine, but it totally threw off our schedule. And then here we are like four or five hours later and the kids are all just like off the wall, totally crazy, um, lots of energy, super excited. And I said to your dad, I was like, wow, this day sucks. And he goes, yeah, but you know what? It was like 95% good. And that's something that sometimes is really hard to remember when you've had a really good day and then something small might come along and make it really difficult for a few minutes. But really, the kids had a fantastic day. They were out in the pool. They were running around. I mean, I don't think most of them were in the house most of the day. Which was great. Which is great. So, Because I was in the house most of the day. So, you know, those are the types of things that we hope to bring to you. Um, but, you know, really, let's, well, get, let's, let's, let's go back to with, the basics. Well, let's start with why we're doing yeah. this podcast. And and this is, you know, we've already, we already talked about this in our trailer. So, but we'll repeat it again just in case you you know, you don't know. Um, but we have decided to, to dedicate this podcast to all of the things that matter, I guess to us, but just in right. general, all of the things that matter. So or should that's matter. Yeah. family, parenting, foster care, adoption, and for me, and for me, and for you, politics. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for both of us, politics isn't just a thing that happens in state capitals or in Washington, D.C. These are things that affect us very directly. Yeah. Um, the things that happen in our, in our state capitals and our local governments are, especially really, right now, are incredibly important to how our family gets to operate. and Not um, just operate, live. Just be, exist. Exist, yeah. So, you know, it, these are things that we want to um, have open discussions with you guys and, you know, tell people how we feel and yeah. hopefully, you know, move the discussion along so that it's we're not stuck on these, like, what seems like draconian um, laws that are coming out of certain states, <clears throat> Florida and um, Texas and... Let's just say the South. The South, which is also why, and you'll get to hear this, is that why we've, we've, we're we really thankful that we live in a state like Vermont because uh, Vermont is, while progressive, is also just a relatively open-minded state for the most part. And politically, it aligns with our views, but also we just care about each other. I mean, bottom line, that's that's what Vermonters are about. So it's really nice to raise a family here in a state that has um, those types of, of thoughts in mind. I'm Jonathan. Our kids call you daddy, right? Kids call me daddy, yeah. I'm Thomas. Um, our kids call, us, call me papa. How and when did we meet? So I'll answer that. I'll try to answer that. Okay. You, can, you might need to help me. So we met in 2005. Actually, the very first time we met was 2005 on Friday the 13th. Of all days, mm-hmm. right? So I was living in Florida. I grew up in Vero Beach, Florida, and you had just finished school in Vermont. You were born in Vermont, right? Mm-hmm. Went to UVM, the University of Vermont. You had this opportunity to move down to Florida, and we just kind of connected online, right? Mm-hmm. This was pre, really pre-dating apps, mm-hmm. pre-iPhone. There wasn't even an iPhone. Um, yeah, we still both had flip phones. Yeah, 
and like actually had to call people. Yeah, actually had to call. Like I remember saying to you, like, what is this texting thing? That's stupid. Like, who, who wants to sit there and go a a a a b b b b to yeah, actually get the that's, message out? That's all that I do now. Please don't call. Yeah, no Please calls. only text. Texting is best. And it shouldn't be a green bubble. It should be a blue bubble. Always blue. Always blue. If someone yeah. texts me and it's a green, it's, that's questionable. So when did we get married? We got married in October of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If you're just listening, you should totally just see. Is that that 10? 10, 2012. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. October 20th of 2012. Yeah. And in fact, I was active duty in the military then. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about that. That's like a full show about how I enlisted in the military, what that meant for our family, um, because that was like Doma. Doma was still in place. Don't ask, don't ask, don't tell was gone. But you know, people were referring to it as the new army mm-hmm. to my face, mm-hmm. and I knew exactly what they meant. So, all right, next question. How did we create our family? Well, we started by creating our family, uh, trying to create our family with private adoption. Um, we had some failures, which we'll talk about in a later episode. Um, but we ended up starting our family with Foster to Adopt through the Baltimore City Department of Social Services. And we... Um, we're able to adopt two um, kiddos from that program. And then when we moved back to Vermont, we became foster parents here, mm-hmm. adopted another f- through the foster care program. And then we also had an opportunity to adopt a fourth through a private adoption, which we will have a whole conversation about that because that's a huge challenge. It is a lot of work. It is can be very difficult and time-consuming and financially um difficult draining draining is yeah is a great word but ultimately it was um you know we we tried a couple different methods and we used what was available to us and that's how we built our family how many children do we have and what are their names so we have four children Mm -hmm. and actually i should preface all of this by saying that i think it's important to us and i think it's important to all adoptees and and the parents of children who were adopted to acknowledge and always say that the story behind their adoption, um, all of those details belong to them. So we very rarely, even with our own family, go into those details um, because that you know that that belongs to our four children. So we have four children. Their names are Grace, our oldest. Our second is Charlotte. Our third is Eleanor, and our fourth is Henry. We decided to go with this like royal first name theme. Mm-hmm. Not that we're like particularly fans of royalty, but it just kind of fit because I think we both like traditional names. So Princess Grace of Monaco, right? She was an American actress. Well, and, and, Prin- and to be clear, there was also, there there was also kind of, there's been kind of a movement to kind of very, create very unique names. And I think we were very, not that we weren't opposed to that. I thought it was just very nice to come back to some of the more traditional things that, some of the traditional names that hadn't been really as popular in the past. Well, what are the what are the really unique names? It started with Apple. Oh yeah, but now it's gotten into like something completely different. Like Apple seems normal now. Like some of them are like completely made up words. Yes. Like Apple's a real thing. And at first, when I mean, how, however, what like a decade ago, someone named um, Gwyneth Paltrow named her, her daughter Apple. Yeah, and everyone's like, what? And now, and that, now it's like the, the guy names with, that you like words that aren't even in the dictionary. Right. Like characters, yeah. Yes. We won't. We won't. Well, we, we, yeah, we won't we name. We won't name that name of that person who named their kid a character. 
because um, we we all know we all should know who that is. Um, so, but Princess Grace of Monaco, right, an American yep. actress. Princess Charlotte, who is basically the same age as our Charlotte. Correct. She's um, what British royalty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Princess Eleanor. We that one was a stretch for us because Princess Eleanor, I think, is like a 14th century royalty royal name. Yeah. But we also really liked the name Eleanor because it connected with Eleanor Roosevelt, which yeah. one could potentially say that based on I think you could arguably say yeah she was the first lesbian in the White House well first lesbian in the White House she was also the longest serving first lady so you could almost say she was almost like royalty Um, I know a lot of people would say Jackie Onassis was like very you know it was Camelot right I mean yeah but 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 I think when you think of uh, very powerful first ladies who made a huge difference in our country Eleanor Roosevelt is on the top of the list. Yeah. So that's how we got there and how we get with Henry. And Henry, we just like the name. That's actually the number one name in Vermont. And I know that's, King. you know, there's been multiple King Henrys, but I didn't realize <laughs> that Prince Harry, his real first name is Henry. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I read his book. It, it, it totally fit. Yeah, it totally fits because at first I was like, okay, well, we like Henry, but there are all these awful King Henrys. So, like, should we, you know, should we yeah, really we didn't do name that? After, like Henry VIII, but we still did it. And then after the fact, I read Prince Harry's book, and I was like, oh, his name's Henry. So now we can just say <laughs> that's what we intended it to be. Right. Was after Prince Harry, who's really Henry. So, and how did how did they all come home to us? Well, they all came home through foster care, except for. Henry, Henry, who was private adoption, but they came home at, so Gracie came home at four days Days. old, Mm -hmm. right? Charlotte, we met at four hours old, Mm -hmm. and I still think came home at four days old. Mm -hmm. Ellie, we met at four days old, Mm -hmm. basically. She didn't come home for a couple weeks. A couple weeks. She was in the hospital for a while. Henry, we met, was that four days? You met him, no, uh, he... So I forget how many days that he was. He was born on the 25th, and you were there on Monday. So he was two days old. Two days old. Mm-hmm. So all of our all of our kids have come home to us for the very first time as newborns, which is not a typical thing for children who are in foster care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how they came home to us when right. he was really, really young. He's <laughs> chuckling because a, he wrote the questions. I but, wrote the questions, but I... I haven't really thought through some of the answers. So this is going to get interesting. So what is your favorite thing about me? Your passion about our kids. So I think what's amazing about you is that even through the struggles that you've had with, you know, your injuries or, you know, the military or whatever it is, you've still always put the children first. Um, So when it comes to something that comes up at school, something that comes up at home or a child is um, struggling with something, your mind immediately goes to, and should, so I've had to change a lot of my ways of thinking (laughs) along the way, is that you you will do absolutely anything to make sure that that child has exactly what they deserve and is owed to them. Um, and you know, we talk about this in the book that, you know, yeah, we chose would, to be I parents. Would to- I would totally, I would agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's not always, it's not always the best thing when I'm having to interact with someone at school. I think I've created <laughs> decent relationships with their, the, you know, the faculty and staff at their school. Um, 
there's been at least one example where we were in like a, what is it, the 504, which is also like an IEP where, you're, you know, if your children needs extra help um, at school, you have this you sit down meeting, and we were in the very initial meeting, and we got towards the end where yeah, they like, jumped a few steps where where they where they were saying, okay, now here are the here are the hurdles you have to clear in order to be, qualify for X services, and in my head I'm thinking. I don't, you know, I, I know exactly what they're getting at, but in my head, I had this like 10 second thought where should we have an attorney here with us? Because this is like, this is a little bit of legalese. I've never seen so right? many people immediately just like go to, they kind of looked at me like, uh, <laughs> I totally changed the vibe in the room. But I will say that talking about the, like some of the other experiences that we've had at the school, I think we've had, and, and we're, you know, we're really fortunate in the sense that we can just drop everything and show up at school right um we've had a couple of moments where we've had to do that and i think principals and teachers have been very surprised at our flexibility and how quickly we do that right like we i I won't go into the specifics but we i remember getting an email about an incident that happened at school and i was there in less than an hour right and i think normally it would probably take people you know parents who just don't have that luxury maybe an hour to even read that email yeah we're very fortunate yeah, in that, in that sense. Yeah. So for you, uh-huh. let me try and answer that question. My my favorite thing about you, I've actually I've actually said this to you before, but you're for better or worse, you do an amazing job of taking care of other people, right? We've talked about this. Yeah. So one of one of the things that I love about you the most is that you, without really, you know, maybe without necessarily thinking about yourself, you will do anything. Generally speaking, for me. I think you struggle with that with the kids, but for me, if I ask for something, no matter how many times it takes, I mean, I I usually don't. Sometimes I'll ask like twenty times. Yes, but sometimes I'll ask. So is that where Ellie gets it from? Maybe. (laughs) Ellie's our three-year-old, and and she she, likes to ask. She's at that stage where she asks lots of questions. Why? Yeah. Why? And be, you can't just say because. And it kind of has its Jennifer Coolidge effect. Like, why? Yeah. Why? So that that's definitely my favorite thing about okay. you. Okay, I'll, I'll let that one work. Yeah. That one works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what do we want to accomplish? I already talked about this at the beginning of this segment, but I, what do we want to accomplish with this podcast? Why are we doing it? And that's I, a good question. like I said at the beginning, for me, it is, I think it's really important to have these conversations. It's important to have dialogue about the things that really matter as dads, as gay dads, as parents, as parents, um, you know, or just as the grownups in a child's life. I, I, we, we talk about it in our book and, and, and we say it that we, we really believe in acceptance through visibility. So we think that it's important to bring our story out in the open and discuss it and have it out there for people to see so that future generations or other people that are struggling right now who don't know that they can start a family or that don't know that families like us exist or that families like us don't exist in their town. Um, you know, I, I think it's important for all of those reasons that we, we extend ourselves as safely as possible, especially in times right now. We, we've, you and I have discussed this at length about how much we really want to put ourselves out there. Um, but I think it's really important that we we show ourselves and be uh, uh, a representation for other folks um, 
And I really think that there is a conversation to be had here that we as dads in, in a gay relationship, we just happen to be in a gay relationship. We're un- we do the same. <laughs> just happen. Well, we do, we do the same things every, every other dad should be doing. We change diapers. We make lunches. We do. We go to concerts with the kids. We we get them ready for school. We were there for them every day of their lives, just like any other dad would be. So should um, be should yeah. be. And yeah. and I think that's important that we want to have those connections. So that you know, if you're questioning whether having two dads or two moms is right for a child, the bottom line is about love and caring for those children. And we want to convey that message. Yeah. So, um, you know, I talked about it quite a few times here, and you have to, but, you know, we have this book. What's really important about this book is for us is that we've dedicated it to our kiddos. We, again, want to tell that story. We want to have that representation so that kids, like our kids, have something that they can go to the bookstore or the library and see themselves in a book. Yeah. And understand why... We are a family. Yeah, that's definitely the primary reason. And, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more probably in the next episode, but I have to say we took this book into our kiddos' classroom. And I know, you know, if you're reading things on the news about banned books and the state of Florida and how it is just, you know, if, if there's one word in it that might lean towards being gay, uh, the book is pulled off the shelves. Or but like he, ours, where it literally says gay on the cover. Yeah, it literally says gay on the cover, and it's in like a muted pride flag colors. But, it, you know, we certainly are getting pushed back online from, you know, the, the, the trolls of the world. But what was so amazing is that when we took this book into one of our kiddos' classrooms to read it, those second graders were so amazing. The questions they asked, the smiles, the clapping. We're not indoctrinating anyone. Those kids have love in their hearts. They, every single they, one of them, every single one amazing. of them, even the kiddos that I thought were going to be a challenge because they might be from more of a conservative household, they were smiling. We, we and live in giggling. such a small town that you know their parents. I know their parents. <laughs> I know where they, how they were raised, and but the bottom line is is that they are good. Every single at one heart. of them was, and it was so moving to see these kids just soak this book up. And the reason why we're not trying to shove it down anyone's throat, we're literally trying to say, okay, Grace is in your class. She's been in your class, or Charlotte has been in your class for two or three years. You've known them for three years. This is who Grace and Charlotte are. This is who Ellie and Henry are. This is how our family works. But guess what? We do exactly the same things that you do. We still make pancakes with real maple syrup. We have dogs and cats and everything that your family has. We just happen to have two just happened to have two dads. And I knew it hit because we told them about an event that we were going to be having. And we got some kids who automatically started, you should have an activity at your uh, your your event that's um, you Draw know, drawing your family, your family looks, looks like. like. And we're like, we hadn't even thought of that. That's but amazing. that's actually what we're going to do. That's actually what we're going to do. And if we just let these kids be who they are and love and be that, light for our future this generation is going to be every generation's better than the next in terms of accepting and becoming more a part of a, a loving community and understanding but this next one is going to be i mean i have so much hope for them um even especially after they were like almost their fire was almost put out with covid yeah our children are 
they started kindergarten in COVID. Yeah, I mean, we COVID. went to it. We 2020. Went to a, yeah, I mean, we went to a kid's, um, their, one of their first concerts. And, you know, a, a little bit you'll learn about me is I was actually a, a music teacher when I was a kid or when I was in college. And I, I kind of understand where people are supposed to be in terms of their levels. And I can tell you that there there's quite a bit of lost ground that needs to be made up because they couldn't practice together for almost a year and a half, two years. Yeah, I mean, it was an elementary and middle school yeah, concert, so, so it was a little bit of like, typical, uh, but, but it, was very, it was very clear, at least to you, you said to me, you were like, they're at least two years behind. Yeah, I mean, some, some of the quarrel stuff was a couple of years, and that's no knock on their teacher. Their teachers are doing a fantastic job. Yeah. It's just, they're meeting the kids where they're at. Yeah, um, and but our two seven-year-olds started kindergarten in 2020, so yeah. they they didn't even go physically. They started go on to a computer. Then, yeah, they as kindergartners they started on a computer, right. and they didn't even physically go to school for months. Right, which is crazy. So, so anyway, you know, we 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 do, we're gonna read this book in in its entirety yeah. in our next episode, and you so can get it on our website. It's daddyandpapa.com. All right, and that's our show. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at daddyandpapa. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, please, and leave an amazing review. Only amazing. Only amazing uh, where you get your podcasts and share our story with your friends. So that's it for today. We'll see you next time. Bye.